set out to catalog things today, we find ourselves rather endlessly involved in cross-referencing. Elliot evidenced no small anxiety to these matters. The notes he so carefully added to the wasteland can be read as a symptom of modernism's contamination anxiety. Taken from this angle, what exactly is postmodernism except modernism without the anxiety, without the angst, or maybe with the angst? In March, on a Friday, one of my roommates joins Facebook. Within hours, old friends and acquaintances have electronically found her, electronically messaged her, and swiftly and efficiently instated electronic friendship. She finds that people have electronically posted pictures of her from the past, or pictures of people from her past appear in a future in which she is not present. She grows intensely nervous that all at once she has been charged with too much baggage, that these utilities of the future require us to carry too much of the past into the present. We discuss this. She writes about it in her blog. What I mean to say is that the future includes the past, or the future is the past. William S. Burroughs is known for his cut-up technique, a mechanical <laughs> method in which he randomly cut up passages of prose written by himself and by others and pasted them back together to create new text. All writing is, in fact, cut-ups, a collage of words, read, heard, overheard, what else? Use of scissors renders the process explicit and the subject to extension and variation. Clear classical prose can be composed entirely of rearranged cut-ups. Cheryl Levin is known for her appropriations of famous Walker Evans photographs, in which she re-photographed out of an exhibition catalog and then presented to her as her own work with no further manipulation of the images. relationship to the notion of originality. Originality was always something I was thinking about, but there's always the idea of ownership and property. Lawrence Weiner has this nice quote about wanting to make art that makes us think about our relationship to the material world. That's something that I feel very close to. It's not that I'm trying to deny that people own things. It's, it's even the, That's not even the point. The point is that people want to own things, which is more interesting to me. What does it mean to own something? And stranger still, what does it mean to own an image, a drawing? Andy Warhol is known for his portraiture of celebrities. These images were often appropriated from photographs that were already taken. He said that my idea of a good picture is one that's in focus and of a famous person. Susan Sontag wrote, to photograph people is to violate them. Our earth, our, our culture is running out of natural out of natural resources, out of ideas. It is more reliable to employ established ideas secondhand. It is more eco-friendly to purchase reusable items established secondhand. Landfills, abandoned source materials can be revitalized through land reclamation, reanimation. The world, we cannot increase its supply of fresh water, change history. All it can, all we can do is change the way it, the way we use, use it. I looked at the man. I saw him plain like a dead weed, gray and wane, or of breath of the dust. I looked again. The man and dog were one, like the wisps of growing dawn. This comes from a poem called Wasteland, published in 1913 with the addition of definite articles to the title. T.S. Eliot published a rather more famous verse effort in 1922. 
Eliot's poem, which would be trite to describe as the birth pain of poetic modernism, contained the imperishable line, I will show you fear in a handful of dust. It also speaks of the brown fog of a winter dawn. That's what Robert Ian Scott, a Canadian scholar, has done. He found a number of rem resemblances, aside from the title and imagery, that there is a matter of Eliot's access to the earlier po poem. Madison Cowan was a Connecticut. I, I hate hearing my voice. I don't even know why I'm doing this. I'm taping over all of this. There's absolutely no point where we're going. Creativity or where we're going. Ideas will not matter. I don't know how all this happened. I don't know if, if it was something about, about our are creating about our lack of need of evolution. If we needed to get somewhere faster, we built something that made us go faster. We didn't wait for the process. Lamarck would be mad. Darwin would be angry. We didn't wait for the process. We ran. We ran forward. We are, we are God. We are our own gods. We, we don't need evolution. When that first atomic bomb dropped, Hiroshima, whatever, I wonder if that was the beginning of all of this. That was our first step in, in controlling our evolution and controlling ourselves and in Months, I give a large chalkboard leaning against the wall in my apartment as a place to catalog thoughts and map ideas. I suffer long periods in this time in which I am unsure of what to do, in which I find it difficult to begin. I am unable to write on the chalkboard, to even make bullet points or brainstorm. I am taunted by blankness. During a particularly intense fit of frustration, the thing to do, it seems, is to find some words of motivation. On a post-it note, I copy the first mildly inspirational writerly quote that pops in my head. I stick it on the chalkboard. This act feels eminently generic. Make it new, Ezra Pound. The chalkboard remains blank. The bitch is carrying. We're all on the ship, and she's carrying. How did she get on the ship if she had it in her already? She's gonna fucking turn on us and kill us all. Resources, global warming, pollution, and contamination of every kind grow more tangible by the day, making our emotional landscape with consistent low-grade panic. The present continues to merge with the future we are trying to avoid while we struggle to actualize the future that we desire, and yet the ease with which we can draw on that which was come before us grows daily. As our ability to access information improves, we are able to rediscover history, reinterpret culture, and reanimate artifacts as never before. The future has begun influencing the present by bringing us closer to the past. <laughs> what are we doing? Where are we going? 
we are. Let us say yes to our presence together in chaos. We're not killing Tudor. I haven't really thought about this before, but I'm really unnerved by what we're doing here. It's almost like we're on some ghost ship sailing down the river stakes to some new place, some new some new earth that's not earth that already has a name. Why are we going there? It's not like this isn't gonna happen again. I'm turning the pages looking for what I'm talking about. Enjoy your sleep. I finished another book today. It's old, Stephen King. He's terrible. <laughs> I don't know why I read it. It washes my mind of any creative thoughts and then allows me to have creative thoughts. I don't know why I'm going to start writing again. Actually, I'm not going to start writing again. Tudor will not stop staring at those that are sleeping and drawing them. It's a little unnerving. She carrying the virus and still trying to capture humanity as it sleeps. I hate looking at people sleep. I hate looking at people sleep. You are cold, near numb, hollow eyes, closed, dark blue with warm red. Those are your first thoughts. Those are your first thoughts. A light mist percussion once glanced upward, locking upward through this moon roof at the moon. Such an odd title when used in daylight, though daylight is not quite accurate. Its moonlight just fits in this repetition, this falling, pounding rain, forged rhythm knocking wispy above me, and its music is instantly soothing. Some aquatic heartbeat we all feel, memories rearing softly in that shadowed web. Suddenly I can guide its vibration, baton in hand, cutting through air and time reaction, like that girl whose name never found conducting with one hand for the band who nervously follow. Her other hand I can imagine she saves for herself, tapping out some separate song on her hip, reconnecting only on shared cues. No one but she knows of this second melody, and she must grin at the thought. I grin at the thought as another wave comes, a crescendo-fed pain-building anticipation of knowing that sometimes things fall just for the sound they'll make, and sometimes the sound is all you needed to hear. <clears throat> I can't help but wonder what was heard as you finally hit, I being there only for the fall. I must have been such a soft moment, one of pure joy, and keeping this thought is all I can do not to drop limp from from dehydration. I really wanted this to end differently, and while the sound was impressive, I've heard it before. How about some new sound, some new reason to experiment anew? Saddest, though, is that I feel more now like that person you once adored, writing, painting, making noise, and the fact that you are not here makes me question whether here ever was here. Under this cloud of falling cycles, today's rain, tomorrow's existence, spontaneous vendors selling sidewalk umbrellas, they know you left behind. If I hear that ship's voice one more time, I think I'm gonna crack. <laughs>
What's the matter? Have we devils here? Do you put tricks upon with savages of men in India? I have not scraped drowning to be afeard now of your four legs, for it hath been said, as proper a man as ever he with four legs cannot make him ground, and it shall be said so again, while Stefano breathes at nostrils. The spirit torments me, oh, this is some monster of an isle with four legs who hath got, as I take, an og, and where the devil should be learn our language. I will give him some relief for it be but for that if i can recover him and keep him tame and get to napes without him he he's a present for our emperor to ever trod on neat's leather do not torment me prithee i'll be here before wood home faster he's in his fit now and does not talk after the wisest he shall taste of my bottle if he have never drunk wine afore it will go near to remove his fit if i recover him and keep him tame i will not take him too for me he shall pay for him that hath him and that soundly thou dost me yet but little hurt thou wilt anon i know it by trembling now prosper works upon thee come on your ways open your mouth the bitch killed the kesso he locked her up our main thrusters are Her back and study her just like we're gonna study these other fucking people.